Welcome to Media Roots Radio. This is Robbie Martin. This is just a short 20-minute clip from the second part of our new QAnon episode titled WWG1WGA Along with a PSYOP. QAnon's grasp on the woke empire baby mind and weaponizing satanic panic. So if you like what you're hearing on this episode, please consider becoming a Patreon subscriber of ours for as little as $5 a month. And to become a Patreon subscriber of ours, go to patreon.com slash Radio to get access to the full two-hour episode, which is part two. Right now, part one of our episode, The Origins of QAnon, Follow the White Rabbit into a Deeper Layer of the MAGA Cult, is publicly available to everybody. So make sure to check both of those out. Thanks. So sort of around the same time that you have this mainstreamification of Q happening, and seemingly this full acceptance by the White House of QAnon happening, you also have sort of pivotal figures in this movement, like WikiLeaks and InfoWars, turning their backs on QAnon. Now, WikiLeaks was never a QAnon supporter. It never endorsed it. But it remained relatively silent on it when it started for a while. And WikiLeaks kind of did endorse Pizzagate. I mean, they did tweet out Ben Swan's Pizzagate segment. So it wasn't for a while until they threw Q under the bus. And oddly, sort of coincidentally, the material that they used and they retweeted to throw Q under the bus was an article written by Whitney Webb for Mint Press News, where Whitney Webb quoted me talking about how QAnon seems like it's some kind of intelligent psyop, because at the time, QAnon was actually pushing Iranian regime change stuff. That was when there was protests happening in Iran again. You remember those protests about the woman taking off her hijab, Jack Posobiec, and all these other new right supposedly anti-neocon figures started pushing neocon regime change, like Cernovich and stuff like that. Well, around that same time, Whitney Webb and I were talking, and she said she was planning on writing this article, and she wanted to get my thoughts on it, so I told her that all these random postings about Iran that Q has been doing recently make me think that it's actually some kind of regime change operation, potentially. Or it's trying to co-opt the conspiracy movement into being pro-regime change. So I was happy when WikiLeaks actually retweeted her article once it came out because I had been waiting for a long time for WikiLeaks to sort of officially condemn QAnon because QAnon would not have existed if it were not for their leaks and people's interpretations of them and Pizzagate. So I was really happy that WikiLeaks was trying to put it to bed by posting Whitney's article. And it was a very suspicious time because up until this point, Q didn't really seem to care one way or another about what countries were potential regime change targets. You know, it was racially dog-whistling things about MS-13, immigrants, Antifa, Muslim Brotherhood, those kind of things for a while, you know, for like a year. But it wasn't up until sort of this time period when this, these Iranian protests erupted, it wasn't until the new right aligned towards what appeared to be Trump's new neocon policies on Iran, that QAnon also shifted to pushing regime change in Iran. So it was, to me, it was a distinct shift. It was like, wow, 
So not only is this thing weird, confusing, and encouraging martial law to the conspiracy movement, it is now injecting pro-neocon Iranian regime change sentiment into the conspiracy movement, into the Infowars movement, into the New Right movement, Cernovich, all those people. That was really a big deal for me. So when this happened, I was also thinking, okay, great. This means that Q might have to address it because up until this point, Julian Assange and WikiLeaks have been these white hat heroes who are part of this operation and are on Trump's side, essentially, is what Q will insinuate. So I was really excited to see what Q would have to say about this. Well, Q didn't have to say fucking shit about it because whoever was writing Q, whoever they were posting as Q that day, was in a really fucking lazy mood that day and all they wanted to do was a shitty little cryptic little poem. And I'll read it to you now. It's quite sad. But of course, I'll read it to you in Q's voice to make it sound important. Extreme efforts to stop Q. Extreme efforts to kill login devices. Extreme efforts to censor. Extreme efforts. Dead cat bounce. Enjoy the show. Bring the rain. Q. Whitney Webb eloquently broke down how it was super suspicious that all of a sudden QAnon, which has now arguably at this point become more influential than Alex Jones and Infowars in the conspiracy scene, sort of taken the throne, how notable it was that this Pied Piper conspiracy psyop, as that's how Whitney Webb and I saw it, was directing people to be pro-Iranian regime change. That's a very notable thing. So that's why she wrote a whole article about it, eloquently breaking it down. She's a very good writer and researcher. QAnon didn't have shit to fucking say about anything that we brought up. So that was QAnon's official response, essentially, where QAnon's really doing a lot of things there, if you think about it. Not addressing any of the points in the article that Whitney Webb and I brought up about how QAnon is now seemingly a neocon regime change psyop, injecting neocon regime change sentiment into the conspiracy movement. QAnon also can't say that WikiLeaks is compromised because it's gone too long now making WikiLeaks seem like it's in Trump's back pocket. WikiLeaks is pro-Trump. That's the narrative Q wants you to believe. This flies in the face of the idea that QAnon is real if WikiLeaks is throwing QAnon on the bus and saying it's a suspicious, seemingly an intelligent psyop. WikiLeaks also on social media, whoever was running WikiLeaks Twitter that day, and I think maybe even Assange's Twitter posted this, they thought it was an intelligence psyop that could be used for very dangerous purposes. I just think it's really sad and funny that that was Q's best response to try to debunk our points. Did not actually make an attempt to do so at all. He's just saying it was disinformation and using, I guess, what sounds like to me, military jargon. What is dead cat bounce even mean is that something that comes from like some stupid you know military obsessed person so if you're listening q whoever's posting these stupid posts you suck you should have done a better job trying to debunk this shit because to me it was instantly revealing not only that you pivoted towards pro neocon regime change in iran but this response to whitney's article that wikileaks retweeted is hilarious now, another really interesting thing happened right here. You may be thinking to yourself, God damn it, Robbie, is it really interesting to keep bringing up Alex Jones's role in this? I mean, 
he's just a charlatan off Twitter now. He's off YouTube. I mean, like, fuck that guy. Like, why are you even talking about him so much? Well, the reason why I'm talking about him so much is because I think part of the purpose of QAnon and part of the importance of getting Alex Jones fully on board that is think about this. Alex Jones has never in his entire career, if you know anything about him, he is so territorial and so egomaniacal that until he let Roger Stone sort of in the lion's den, he had never allowed anybody to like usurp him or have any authority over him. That whole dynamic really shifted things. And I think that it continued with QAnon because you could see QAnon, what it's already done is it's basically done what some people refer to as imitate and replace. QAnon has gone beyond Alex Jones. Like QAnon is not like, we are not tied to like Alex Jones or anything like in regards to like Infowars. Like that would be like a misrepresentation of who we are as researchers. No, no, that guy's crazy. He's insane. That's the tough thing about conspiracy theories is that a lot of them are put out there very purposefully to distract and confuse and they're just BS. So what's being sent out to distract us? Alex Jones doesn't have control over QAnon, but he fully endorsed it for a year and acted like he was actually directly talking to Q and that Jerome Corsi was directly hired by the Trump administration to decode Q for the public. That's what Alex Jones implied. Now suddenly, things changed. Things changed really quick. So after WikiLeaks threw Q under the bus, what happened was Q threw Alex Jones under the bus. Q threw Alex Jones under the bus and Jerome Corsi specifically, in two postings, two days apart. From May 11, 2008, Q says, This is why we're here. And he posts to a Reddit thread kind of asking why Jerome Corsi and Alex Jones are, are not matching up with some of the things Q are saying. Why the interpretations seem different. Sort of raising some questions. The next day, Q goes even further and responds to someone saying, Alex Jones, a LARP, time to move on. The poster says, we've all been blinded for too long. Alex Jones is not alt-media. He is a traitor. He makes us all look crazy. Fuck him. QAnon agrees and responds by saying, Time to move on. Big week ahead. Q. At the end of Q's posts, he drops a link to a Fox News article Alex Jones' Sandy Hook lawsuit, alleging that Alex Jones himself said in court that he is a performance artist. Q was trying to draw people's attention to the fact that Q was alleging that Alex Jones was a performance artist, aka a charlatan. Later that day, Q posted this. And this is where it gets really clear that Q is no longer a friend of Alex Jones's. Q says, They attempted to infiltrate, repackage, and rebrand as their own. Profit vehicle. Destroy through misinformation. Absorb the quote confused. Reroute traffic to other platforms. Action was needed. Parentheses 2. 1. Prevent false decode slash misinformation. 2. Kill. Targeted. Infection. Prior to expansion. Simple. Quote. Non-direct. Statements made. Quote. Be careful who you follow, unquote. Quote, 
Some people are profiting off this movement, unquote. Message sent. Message received. Those guilty immediately reacted. Predictably. Timetable accelerated. Misinformation attack. Exposed. Attempts to divide. We responded. House cleaning. Heal. Core. Important to clean prior to next events. The choice has always been yours. The choice will always be yours. This is not a game. This is not a popularity contest. This is life. Freedom. Together. We. The people. WWG. 1. WGA. Time to move on. Dark. To light. Attacks will only get worse. Truth is freedom. Truth is logic. Stay the course. And as you can probably imagine, Alex Jones wasn't too happy about this incident. After investing an entire year into propping up essentially a competitor of his um, that was anonymous and that couldn't get sued for saying things like James Elephantis was running a child sex trafficking ring out of his pizza parlor or that no children died in Sandy Hook. QAnon was shielded by anonymity. So imagine Alex Jones's rage when he had seen that this thing that he claimed the Trump administration instructed his people to cover and decode, including Jerome Corsi, threw him under the bus. In fact, Alex Jones and Jerome Corsi had a complete shit fit about it and proceeded to say that the entire thing had actually been compromised by the deep state. That it was now no longer trustworthy. He got told by the White House six months ago, hey, we like QAnon. But now that's not the case. And so I was on the phone this morning and talked to some folks who are out playing golf with people that have been involved in QAnon. They say, hey, that's been taken over. We're unable to even post anymore. That's not us anymore. And then Corsi is, was right on the same line two days ago in private conversations we had saying, hey, it's been compromised. Then I was, didn't even talk about it on air. Then I was separately told this by QAnon. So I'm going to say again, I've talked to QAnon. There's only about five, six people that have actually been posting. I've talked to QAnon, and they're saying QAnon is no longer QAnon. You're correct. I think the White House for a long time did support QAnon. I've been following it since December. And then periodically there would be cyber attacks and it would shift. It was clear that the QAnon identity was under attack. Uh, the real shift occurred really on April 28th. That's when I really concluded, began concluding that QAnon was now completely hijacked by a GOP operation that had hijacked the identity and was starting to publish disinformation designed to destroy the movement and dividing the movement. Uh, the posts changed in quality and their content. Uh, we started to get attacks on people profiteering, making money. You know, you can't make any money on the uh, patriot movement if you're so making money. So we started to see here. a fog of confusion attacking exactly. the platforms, yes.